Okay, good evening everybody. Um, so, we're really going to shift. We've been talking about Bitochem for the past couple weeks, essentially. Uh, and we're going to continue to talk about Amuna uh, and Bitochem, faith and trust. This critical time, and actually if you look at the news, um, the next couple weeks are, are, don't, are, are at least the prognosis uh, is quite serious, and it's really a time where we uh, universally need to be talking, certainly individually. It's also a week away from Pesach, and I'm going to be very, very, very frank. Um, on a personal level, I, I don't, you know, I, I usually have a very, very large Seder. Um, actually picked up my matzah today. When I had ordered matzah, I ordered a lot of matzah, expecting to have a very, very large uh, second Seder. Some people on this uh, Zoom call were supposed to be at that Seder. And a lot of my, you know, uh, Pesach for the past many years has been, you know, first Seder with my children, and second Seder with a large communal Seder. Uh, on a personal level, I don't think I've ever been as prepared for Pesach uh, spiritually. Uh, I, I don't. And I try to think, you know, certainly working at Bitochon is, is a great preparation. But I heard a, a lecture today, actually, as I was, I put on the, in the background, uh, a lecture by Reuven Leuchter, who is a uh, senior rabbi in Israel. He is the spiritual mentor of Nir Aleph, which uh, trains young rabbis to go out and teach. Uh, he is from the greatest students of Rav Shlomo Valba. Ravolbe, the author of Ali Shore, whose uh, text I've been using for the ladies for the past uh, year or so. And he said a, a really a jarring statement. And it, he said the following thing. He's talking about you know, the, the seriousness uh, of the time we're living in and the danger of it. He's, he lives in Telstone. And Telstone, for already a lo- very long time, he's been quarantined, very shelter in place. He's been quarantined for over a month, I think. Um, but he said, it's an exciting time to be in. Now that's a jarring statement. It's an exciting, he, he felt it was an exciting time, um, to, to, to go through. And he wasn't saying that he would choose to go through this, but if you're part of this time, what he was really saying, is, I think we've touched on this, is it's an exciting time to be alive. Why is it exciting? So it brought to me, and it really, with Pesach, I think it's very true. You know, Rabbi Friend, this speech, I think he printed in one of his books, he said this speech maybe 20 years ago, maybe more, at least 20 years, probably at least 20 years ago. He said the following thing. He said when he lost his mother, uh, he remembers he, was, he, he lost his mother, and when you lose a, a, one of the seven close relatives, you're an oinen. You, you can't say brachas, you can't pray, uh, if you're a male, you can't put on tefillin, or if you're not wearing tzitzis, you can't put tzitzis on. There's lots of things you can't do, all the positive mitzvahs you can't do. And he said, my friend, that he, by mistake, the first morning of being an owner, because he had to, his mother was in Seattle, he was living in Baltimore, he's going to have to travel from Baltimore to Seattle, and he needed to get a flight. So the morning before his flight, he had to take multiple connecting flights, because there was no direct flight, uh, he went to take a drink, and he said a shahakal. And at that moment, like he said to himself, like, why was he saying shahakal? He's an oinen, he can't say it. And, it. and he realized, 
um, that he was not saying a bracha because he wanted to say a bracha or he wanted to connect to Hashem. He did a bracha out of rote. And it reminded of a friend of what his friend once asked of Shmuel Arbach. Shmuel Arbach was a very big Talmud Chacham, Rosh Hashiva in Israel, the son of Shmuel Zalman Arbach, who passed away, man, I think, two or three years ago. And Shmuel Arbach was once asked by his friend, why does an Onen, why does an Onen not do any mitzvahs? What, isn't that so weird? Why make it that you can't, even if, even if you're able to do mitzvahs, if you're not involved in the funeral, an Onen, somebody who's close relative has not yet been buried, is not able to do any mitzvahs. And if Shmuel Arbach Zatzal said the following thing, he said, it's to break mitzvahs anashim milamada, that we should not do mitzvahs out of rote. And when you lose a relative, when you lose a close relative and they're not buried, it's almost a wake-up call for yourself. How are you living your life? How how are you doing your brachas? How are you doing your service of Hashem? And Rabbi Francis, when he said that shahakal, he realized that when he had said shahakal, it wasn't because he was serving Hashem. At some level, it was rote. It's what you're expected to do. And, you know, I think it's normal and for us to get into a flow in life, you know, it's an amazing thing, and, I, and I've said I've said this over my drushes over the years that when you become a bal tshuva, when you become new, newly religious, you're a revolutionary. Every bal tshuva on the phone, there's a bal tshuva. People have come back to religion, come close to Hashem. You are praiseworthy. I envy your olam haba. You're revolutionaries. You 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 made a revolution not only against a society that we live in that is all about consumerism and hedonism and personal autonomy where I can do whatever I want, you, you revolted against mores and values which are not true and, and against the Torah, but you, you made a revolution in your own life. You changed your lifestyle. And there's a lot to that. But it's not as challenging than to be from, from birth and do it with passion. You know why? Because you get used to it. And even Bali Chuva after two years five years, ten years, all different, you become, it becomes the norm. You know, when the Hasidic movement started, started, they were revolutionaries. And then the Hasidic became normal, and many people dress like Hasidim, and they're not Hasidim. <laughs> and they can dress with a shtrival and this, and you know, and they, they, they just, it's their rote, it's Pasha rote, and there's people in the yeshiva world like that, there's people in life, you know, what was a revolution, even that, this is amazing, there's an amazing story um, of the Satmar Rebbe, an amazing story. Satmar Rebbe was known um, for his davening, intense davening. Satmar, of course, uh, is, a, is a very insular Hasidic group, and you know one can agree or disagree with some of their ideas, but I, I don't think anyone would, who is honest would disagree that Satmar Rebbe himself was a very, very big person. He was a very holy person, uh, and he was known for his very intense and serious davening. And one time, a badchen, you know, a badchen is a, a, a jester, sort of, they have him coming at Hasidic weddings, and they, they speak in Yiddish, and they, they make everyone freilich, happy and funny, and everyone's laughing, and they, they, they imitate sometimes. So one, one, one badchen asked the Rebbe, can I imitate your davening on Yom Kippur? The Rebbe said, sure. And this badchen got up, and he started to imitate the Rebbe's, and everything the Rebbe would do, 
on Yom Kippur perfectly. Perfectly. And everyone was laughing because he exactly the way the Rebbe fetched and davened and how he shuckled exactly. The bottom was perfect. And when the Sama Rebbe saw this, first he started to laugh and then he started to cry. And the Barchan said, so the Rebbe, you know, for a chassid to make the Rebbe cry is like the worst thing he can do. So he said, Rebbe, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I asked for If I did anything wrong, I asked for forgiveness. And, and the Rebbe said, No, no, you don't have to be forgiven for him. It's nothing, it's nothing you did. It's something I did. He said, I always looked at myself on Yom Kippur as I'm giving my total essence. But now that I see that you can imitate me, I was wondering to myself, Am I imitating myself? It's a, such a deep thing. What Sam Rebbe was saying is, maybe when I do Yom Kippur, I'm just imitating what I did five years ago, and imitating what I did six years ago, imitating what I did seven years ago. Maybe I'm just imitating myself. And uh, honestly, this period of time has changed all of our lives radically. All of our habits, it's very... Hopefully, you know, and I think some things we've been talking about this year is to to realize that if Hashem put us in the situation, it's to be transformative. This Pesach is a Pesach like no other. Like, you know, usually I, when I, when I when I was thinking about this, you know, on a Pesach I have my flow. We all have a flow. For some people, it's with the children and your grandchildren. You know, I was zeicher to be in my youth. Actually, today I got an email um, from a lady who was looking into my, because I have a lot of things online on genealogy, about my great-great-grandparents. And I was thinking my grandparents today. You know, when I grew up, I had my, all of my bubbies and zadies, all, all four of my grandparents at my Seder very often, all survivors who'd seen their grandparents at their Seder. Um, and that was, and I had every year for many years, and, and, and I had expectations what the Seder was going to be like. I knew every year who was going to say what? Then one of my grandfathers would do this, and I had, and, and, and to a large extent, you know, myself as a, every Pesach, I had certain things I would do, and I knew I would do it because I did it last year, and a lot of it is that. But there's a certain um, ability to this year to connect to Pesach on a much deeper level, like you can do, connect to our lives. We are oinim. <laughs> we may still be able to say brachas and daven, but all of our lives has been shaken up. And at some level, that jarring statement of it's exciting to be in this time period is very true. Uh, it's, it's true in that, that we're able to have the experience of being revolutionaries, of being fresh in our own service of Hashem. You know, the Pijana Rebbe, the, the author of the Eish Kodesh, he, you know, he, he used to say to himself he'd want to convert. He'd want, he'd want to... He, He's a rebel, but he wants to, that it should be real. It, it shouldn't be that he's... I, the word orthodox, it, it's a sociological term. You, you know, if you have to decide... It's not a term Hashem uses. Hashem uses Rahmana libabai. Hashem wants our hearts. Now, as I told a young lady today who was asking what Hashem wants, I said, it starts with halacha. <laughs> she, you know, you can, we start with what a God's Torah is. is, is like she had ideas, not an api halacha. Hashem wants starts with halacha. Don't be smarter than God's Torah. But once you're doing halacha, what Hashem wants is our heart. And 
honestly, I don't know if there's a better year than in my life, personally, that my heart is into it. That I'm not just doing what I did last year or the year before. And I think that's something to be excited about. And for all of us, some of us, you know, I, I can cry thinking of some people who will be alone. I'm, honestly, I'm, as I say it, I think I get, I'm running close to tears right now. You know, and my heart goes out to any Jew um, who has to be alone at the Seder. I, 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 it's, you know, it's at some level unthinkable. Um, but if that's the Ratzin Hashem, there's, there's an opportunity for whoever has that and whoever has a Seder which is different, we all have different Seders, to connect to Hashem in new ways. And so I think when we're talking about Betachon over the next few days in Pesach, you know, for all of us, um, I would just stress that this should be a Pesach no other. I, 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 I'm not a person who weighs the fly Mashiach is coming here tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised actually if Mashiach came this Pesach. I, 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 and normally I would say, I believe Mashiach, I wait for Mashiach. But this year, not because of, not because of the tragedies. I, I want Mashiach because of the tragedies. I want Mashiach because of the, the dangers. I, I, I think that myself, I'm more ready for Mashiach this year. I'm still not ready for Mashiach. But I'm more ready. And I'll tell you why I am. I'm more ready because I feel that what I'm doing is real. I, I'm not doing what I did yesterday or the day before or, or last year because I, and I, and I'm going to, I'm not, there's no meaning here. And I, my beer comments is going to be different this year. My Haggah's Kalim is different this year. Uh, my, the Mechiras that I'm doing, the selling of the Chomets, is, is nothing the same. And, and so, I, I, I look at it as like really my opportunity um, and your opportunity and all our opportunity, and for some people it will be very challenging, but we have to see the exciting part of it. That we could really, even if a person's with themselves, you know, we could be there with Hashem. And so when we do this, talking about the Seder, and the Seder being Amuna, which we'll do the next few nights, I just want to just stress, um, this really is a Manashtana year. And for all those having a Seder by themselves or indifferent, and that's all of us, um, it's at some level um, exciting, if wherever you are, it's some level to do it differently, As and, and I don't want to mitigate the... the the challenge and the, honestly, I can cry uh, for some people, but there is even for all those individuals who, who may have to have a seder by themselves an opportunity to connect to a seder like they never did before, uh, to do it slowly, to think about it, to integrate it, to truly collect, connect to a, a, a seder of the moon. So, when I start, I was trying to think what to do. I, I ultimately uh, appreciated. I'm, uh, what, um, no, you can't have a good, good Zoom Seder. We're not going to talk about Zoom Seders right now, but whoever just emailed me that, um, um, I, I'm, that's a different conversation, but definitely no Zoom Seders. Um, but for, for a good halachic reasons. But, um, but I, I chose to do the Siva Shalom, uh, the Salam Rebbe, because I think his words are very per- pertinent uh, and germane for all of us, and, and he has a piece called. Pesach, Chag Ka'amunah. Uh, that Pesach is the holiday of faith. It says the Salaam Rebbe, Chag Pesach is Yisoy the Emunah. The Chag of Pesach, the holiday of Pesach, is the foundation of all faith. 
the Lil HaSeder and the Night of the Seder is Lil Giloy Shechina. It's a night where Hashem's presence is revealed. And it's the Rosh Hashanah of Amuna. It is the, the new year. It is the new year of Amuna. As our sages told us, in the merit of Amuna, and it's because of Amuna. And I, I just to reiterate when, you, when we keep mitzvahs, if you say a bracha when you're an onan, because you do a bracha, you put your tefillin and you don't think what tefillin represent. There's, there's as the Yeshaya, as Isaiah said, it's a certain level of mitzvah sanashim lamada, it's a certain level of rote. It's the power of habit. It's a great habit to put on tefillin. It's a great habit to say brachas. It's a great habit to say tefillin, to, to have a seder. But you could literally do it without any heart of Amuna. And the Seder is a gilu of Amuna. It was, it's supposed to be a revelation of Amuna. And that Amuna is why we're seeing this count. So I said before, like, I wouldn't be Mashiach will come because the Amuna is there this year. We're not doing what we did last year. She says, It's the, 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 the root, says in the Seva Shalom, of exile and redemption is Amuna. Klipas Mitzrayim, the, the Klipa, of course, in Kabbalistic terms, is a negative spiritual force. The, the essence of Egypt uh, is, is Kfiro, is a denial of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is forgetting about God, is, is, is living in a world where you don't think about Hashem. Kumamar Paro, as Paro told Moshe, Lo yadati es Hashem. Who is this God you tell me to say God? I don't know any God. Who are you telling me, Moses? Moshe! You say, God, what is this God? I don't know any God. In all of the path of, of Egypt, and the ten plagues, they all came to bring a revelation of Hashem clearly. That Egypt will know that I am God. The Hainu, that is, she, this Galsa, that it should be revealed, Hamuna begodol habehirus, with total clarity, I shafilu mitzrayim, even Egypt. You know, the, the equivalent of Egypt would be in, in San Francisco, and in Greenwich Village in New York, and in Paris. They would, the, the, the citizens, the denizens in those streets would say clearly, there is a Rabbi Shalom. Not, unfortunately, right now, you're not seeing this. Now, it may strengthen my moon and your moon, but the, the, the people in the Gaza, in the streets, in the Rechov, they're still there thinking it's uh, bats, or rats, or Chinese labs, or they're blaming politicians. They're not, they're not getting the message of Hashem, but by Mitzrayim? <laughs> Everyone. There's, there was no escaping that. The Hanish Niskala, Amunu Begodol, Behir Afilu Mitzrayim, Yadu, Kvokin, Kol Koyacha Gu'ula, and you should know that the redemption, redemption, personal redemption for ourselves to have our own personal revolution in our own lives and our own connection to Hashem, which is not one of roads, and our own ability to persevere and be successful uh, in all in all areas of life. I, you know, I've said it before. Um, you know, one of the things that motivate me most in life are seeing or having grown up seeing 
my Rebbeim, my great Rashi Yeshivas, some of them were survivors, my grandparents, that their faith and took them through the worst, not, this is nothing, nothing. They had six years of running for their lives and being put in DP camps. You know, six years, not three weeks. Six years of people trying to murder them. Um, but the Ramuna, both during and after, that to me is the Koyach of Geula. And that, that, you know, when I think about my own Amuna, I always compare it uh, to that. Uh, the real Amuna, under all circumstances. In Egypt, the Jewish people are the 49th level of impurity of Tumah. And how they fell into Nun, the 50th level? Now, let me explain what the 50th level of Tumah is. The of Tumah is when there is... You know, to give a uh, today, you know, with the homosexuals movement, it's not just that they want equality, what they call equality. They want to change every book to say it's, there's no choice, this is normal, you can have two men, two women. It, it, when society, it be, so if you're living in a, a liberal society, you, you almost steal their choice, right? If a person has a tendency, now it's transgender, you know, if all of the books you read, and all of the media you hear, and all of your, your, your teachers in public schools, and everyone around you tells you, this is normalcy, this is what it is, so then you, 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 you're stuck in that reality. Whatever it happens, I'm not talking about, could you change, I'm not talking about discussion for right now, but when you have everything in society, everything around you telling you, this is what it is, this is what it is, and this is the Jewish people before the Torah, Happens to be today, once the Torah is given the world, we can never get to 50 level Tumah because we have ultimate truth. But in Mitzrayim, it would have been possible. They would have been so locked into a world of Kira where, like Avram, the first revolutionary, when he came to understand God, he did it in a world where nothing, zero in that world told him that reality. And everything told him, no, this is, you're an idiot to believe this. You're a fool to believe this. It's a world of paganism. That's the reality of the world. So the noon level of Tumah is on a practical level. That's all you know. That's all you see. And on a spiritual level, because of that, you, you become so debased, so ruined, that you can't get yourself out of it. That, that becomes your reality. And the Jewish people were a hair's breadth away from the, the noon level of, 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 of Tumah. The Shah Nun who Kiyadua Amuna. Uh, and, they, and we know that the, the nun of the high is nun, uh, is nun, nun, um, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 it's not only the first of the Ten Commandments, but it's the beginning of all Yahadut, Judaism, authentic Judaism, Yiddishkeit. Right? We can live, you can have Pesach rituals. You know, I, I, I once said this story, more, probably more than once. I was in law school, I was very involved in Jewish outreach, and one of the people who always avoided me at all costs, uh, 
I heard him say after Yom Kippur once, he was a couple of years, I was a third year law school student at that time, so I, was, I had already had a very established group on the camp, in the law school campus, and I heard this guy say after Yom Kippur, I fasted on Yom Kippur, I have no idea why, I'm never doing this again. It, you know, so this guy fasted on Yom Kippur, he had no idea why, and obviously it was, it was meaningless. Um, but we do things in Yom Kippur, and we know why. And even when we get spiritual, I wonder sometimes, like the Sabbath, but are we just copying what we did last year? We expect, this is what we do on Yom Kippur, and so we do it. But real Amuna means, it's like they're doing it for the first time every year. And when you do Yom Kippur, it's the first Yom Kippur of your life. Because you're doing it because you believe in Hashem, and that's why you do it. And it's the first Pesach in your life. Can you imagine that first Pesach? Can you imagine, you know, the, the real Amuna is to do it like it's the first time. That, that with, with a depth of understanding, you're doing it not because you did it last year, not because you're used to it, but because you believe in Hashem and you want to close to Hashem and you believe in its Torah today. Now, and, and you feel that, and, and you feel, of course, you have to do Torah no matter what. But the, the Reish is the beginning of Ayat Yiddishkeit uh, is is a Muna. Koloshin Hazor Bakdama, Pekida Kadmo, the Zohar, the, the, the primary book, of, primary of, of Kabbalah. It says in, the, in its Hakdama, in its introduction, The first command is faith, trust, real Amunah. As the Tzadikim say on the Pasuk of HaKodesh HaZelachem, this month Nisan is the Rosh Chadash, it's the Pasuk in Parshat Bo, which I mentioned last week. Rishon Hulachol Chad Sheshana. Shechodesh Nisan, that Nisan and Pesach is the beginning of all his schaches, all newness, all, all, all uh, of the year. Pesach. Why is it his schaches? Why does Pesach and Nisan represent this ability to be the schadish of renewal, of rejuvenation? Why is that? What makes it a month of renewal, of rejuvenation, of his It's because it comes from Emunah. Emunah means to do it not out of the power of habit, not because your mommy did it, or your daddy did it, or Levine says, or whatever Rabbi listen to says, or anyone else, or because you, 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 you watch the movie and you want to copy what they're doing. It's because you are, Emunah means you understand. You're connecting. And not you connected to what you did last year, you're connected with it today. That's, the, that's Schmitz. That's the high level of Emunah. And Emunah allows a person to renew and have reju- reju- rejuvenate in it. Harishon and therefore Pesach, Nisan, is Inyane Yitzchachash. Aideh Amuna Tzahira, pure, clear, Behira, Efshelat says, you can leave even Egypt. Egypt, Mitzrayim, he doesn't say this over here, is Mitzar, it's constricted. It tells you this is who you are, this is going to be, you know, I'm looking on the call, many of you uh, changed your lives, became Shomer Torah Mitzvahs, became more observant, or if you were observant, you you did things, you know, more than your, your parents did, or, or or more than you grew up with, because you you were able to rejuvenate. It's not just that one time in your life you're able to do that. Really, it's every day and every moment. That's a, that's the Kaycha Petzach Avamuna. You know, when I see a person become observant, or I see a Yeshiva Bachar, when I was in Lake Udomir, or Shor where they, they were religious their whole lives, they have Shabbos, whole life, but now they're working on themselves. 
and they're keeping Shabbos, they're working on their Shabbos, and they're working on their Limud HaTayra, and they're working on their prayer, and their Tefillah, how many, they said Baruch Shemar 10,000 times in their lives, but today, they're going to say Baruch Shemar, 87 words of Baruch Shemar, they know there's 87 words, and why there's 87 words, and they're going to say it with Kavana. That's Ischachas, that's Emunah, that's, that's rejuvenation, that's the power of Pesach in general, certainly this year, this year, we I, honestly, with all of the, the with, 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 and, and I don't, I don't want to, it's very dangerous times, and as I started tonight, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't look too good for the next couple of weeks, but for ourselves, and this is important, um, in our own relationship to Hashem, with all of that in mind, it's an exciting opportunity. Let's put it that way. I'm not saying that's why this happens. I don't. I. I wish I. 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 One of the reasons I would love to have Mashiach is I wish I'd have a prophet tell me what Hashem wants from all of us. Uh, but I, I think that the, the the ultimate why I don't know. I don't believe any human being here knows. Uh, but I do know what, what we should be working on, and I know what because I know what the sages say. And this is what. I, I, it may be the only what. There may be other what's, but I do not doubt. Um, that the opportunity, and as I heard everybody like to say it, the same thing, there's an exciting opportunity to change our lives, to, to not do things the way we did it yesterday and the day before. And wh- what I am positive about is that this experience must be transformative. We w- this will end. Gamze Yavor. But it, 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 for us not to change our lives, not to improve, not to be better, we are missing the clarinet, the trumpet that's blowing, blown to the world and to us individually. Just do one more paragraph and we're going to hold for tonight. We're going to continue this for the next few nights. This Inyan Achaga Pesach, and therefore Pesach, is since it's Emuna, says the Siva Shalom, is Iker Mitzvah Leal Pesach. The biblical Mitzvah is two Mitzvahs in the Torah. There's Matzah, which is the Zohar says, I'm sure I'll discuss it later. The Zohar says that Matzah is the food, Ichlo de Munas, it's the food of faith. Matzah is called the food of faith. And the other biblical mitzvah on the night of Pesach, Torah, is Sipur, it's Sias Mitzrayim. Telling over the story of the leaving of Egypt. The Chanagat Levincha to teach your children. Shinyano, all of the Sipur, it's Sias Mitzrayim, telling over the story of Pesach and teaching your children are the, the roots of the Munah. It's the root of the Munah. That's what the Haggadah says. The more you speak about the leaving of Egypt, it's praiseworthy. And even if we're all wise, what do you mean? Rabbi Kiva, that we still not got Rabbi Kiva sitting in Bnei Brak with the greatest sages. Do you know Rabbi Kiva is the inspiration for Torah Shabal Peh for a large part of Torah Shabal Peh? Do you think he doesn't know the story of the Haggadah? Every, every medrash, every chazal, he has to sit there all night long talking about Pasach. Cool. We don't have to sell the mitzvahs. Why do you have to sell over the mitzvahs? Even if you're wise, you have to say it over and over, the whole story. No other mitzvah, no other commands does this apply. If you did it, you fulfill your obligation. But Pesach, says in the Sivar Shalom, is the Chag of Amuna, is the Yom Tov of faith, of trust, of belief. The Lil Seder, and the night of the Seder, this year and every year, 
It's a night of, uh, where God reveals Himself to the world, and, and, and there's an opportunity for us to reveal ourselves to ourselves. It's Rosh Hashanah of Amuna. It's the, the New Year of Faith. The essence of Pesach is Amuna. And from Pesach comes the Amuna, comes the belief, comes the faith. Believe Yehudi l'chol Hashana for the hearts, for the heart of a Yid, of a Jew, for the Gansel year, for the whole year. You get clarity, not just intellectual clarity, emotional clarity of Emuna. It transforms you for the whole year. Alken, therefore, Zakta Nesiva Shalom, expound this Nesiva Shalom, Nitztavinu Lesaperbo Begetsiyas Hamatzrayim, we're commanded, positive commandment on the night of the Seder, both nights in Chutzlarts, we need it more here and outside of Israel, because we have two nights. Shezeh Koach HaSipor, it's the power of telling the story, Lahashresh Belev Esamuna, to take intellectual and to make it tangible, palpable faith, the higher Koashana Borimura to enlighten, to give us the, the faith and the clarity for the whole year. As he quotes Maran, Hasaba Kashmi Lokovich, or Mordechai Lokovich, was the spiritual leader, ancestor of the Islam of Hasidim, Alpia Hamanti Kiadaber. Amazing. He says, Hamanti, I believe because I said it over. What I. I went over the Seder, I understand, I have clarity, and therefore I have the belief. Therefore, not just over here. You know, again, that Jew who can, when we do things out of road, we believe. I, I, anyone coming to Amachad, 6.30 Shachras, on a, on a Tuesday or Wednesday, th- believes in God, I don't question it. But the Hamanti Kedar means, it's, I'm infused with the Muna, that I'm doing things, not because I did it yesterday or the day before, or the power of habit, I'm doing it because I'm living, I'm, 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 every day I'm a revolutionary in a beautiful way. I'm reconverting myself. I'm really believing in Hashem every day. I'm not an Orthodox Jew. Maybe, maybe to the world an Orthodox Jew. I'm a, I'm a Yid. I'm a Jew who's Shomer Torah Mitzvah. I keep Torah Mitzvah. Hashem wants my heart. He wants my service. He wants, it doesn't make a difference if they think I'm keeping Shabbos. If I'm artificially keeping Shabbos, it makes a difference. Am I feeling? Am I connecting to Shabbos, to Hashem? That's my litmus test for myself. Tonight, the night of Pesach says the Nisir Shalom is a night like no other for Muna. Therefore, we say Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim that we take we take the opportunity uh, for Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim. So I'm going to pick up tomorrow night on this topic. He's going to actually, uh, uh, you know, actually delve a lot deeper. But I just want to, you know, reiterate that I start. You know, we're, we're, we're really essentially uh, a week away from B'dikas Chametz, and it's a week from tonight, and eight days away from the Seder. Um, we, we need to uh, appreciate. You know, I've, heard, I've had some people, uh, you know, almost everybody has changed their plans. My daughter, my oldest child, will not be at my Seder this year for the first time in her life because I'm not going to be bringing her in from New York under the circumstances. She's my wife's twin sister. She's in good hands. But, that, that you know, I was supposed to have guests. Uh, you know, my parents um, have children and grandchildren blocks away from them and they will be having the Seder for themselves. We're all going to be having um, different 
in Sedar. And, and the, the week ahead, I'm doing sales on the phone as opposed to a person that will be doing Haggadah individually. The minion ahead, I have a Shabbos Haggadah drasha, which I which is not going to be given to the shul because there's no one here to hear it. But it's oh, such an exciting time. I, I can't. It's it's such an opportunity. You know, when we're in Onen, which we are right now, we're, we're, we're robbed from so many opportunities to do things. Uh, we, we, we teach ourselves to appreciate the the gifts that we do have to do mitzvahs, but also to, to realize that our Yiddishkeit, our Judaism, the essence of it is not the people around us, it's not the shul, it's us, it's me. It's not what I did yesterday. If we have that amuna, I promise you, it will be our best Pesachs ever. And halavah, because of that, we should have a moon through the year and we should be zaycha truly to see a geula shlema that mekar of this Pesach. Okay. Thank you. We'll pick up tomorrow night. Thank you very much, everybody. Pick up tomorrow night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.